your stuffy, snobby, boring golf show. It's Golf DMV. If you love golf and like to laugh, Golf DMV is your place. Highlighting golf in D.C., Maryland, Virginia, and anywhere else they travel. It's Golf DMV. Welcome back to Golf DMV. LB's in the house, Vern's in the house, and I've got a, a, a messed up voice. I was screaming at nine-year-olds all weekend about football and stuff, just yelling. Like saying things like tackle, hit him. Stay in your lane. <laughs> yeah, yes. Pursuit. Pursuit. Run. You know, and so so I'm barely able to speak, which is crazy because I speak for a living. Um, so we'll see how the rest of this week and the rest of the season uh pans out. Lots of golf to get to. Um, let's see. Uh LB uh was uh at uh um Quill Hollow for the uh President's Cup. We'll get his uh full uh breakdown of that. Uh Manny was invited to a clinic at TPC Potomac Avenue Farm. I'll talk about that. I do have a revised brand uh Bandon Dunes take. I'm flip-flopping more on this than a politician on illegal immigration, uh, <laughs> depending on the election. It's like, I remember just flip-flopping on it. So I have a whole, I have a new take, uh, on that. Uh, also, Vern's got more new equipment. And of course, we've got some, um, courses that we want to, uh, review. PB.I. Latenzio. But first, shout out to our sponsors, the Love Life Cafe. The website is thelovelifecafe.com. Also, Cash A Spine Sports. Uh, check those out. And shout out to, so our guys at Reveal Wealth, wealth.com. they're going to come on again um, a little bit, uh, in a little bit. They're going to talk, or we're going to do a video series with them on Instagram where we're going to talk about, um, like, uh, uh, like financial goals to end the year and then to start the new year, mm-hmm. how to resist the urge to splurge on holiday seasons. There's no reason to go into really? crazy financial date, debt, right? I know, right? <laughs> to go into further financial debt and stuff like that when the holidays come around, you know what I mean? And so we'll get them to talk about those kind of best practices and setting yourself up for financial success to close the year and to start 2023. Um, and so we were real uh, that's the website. And you can go back and listen to to the uh, uh, interviews that we did with the owner of the Love Life Cafe at our live from the Love Life Cafe. She didn't want to talk a whole lot. You know what I mean? But, you know, what do you do? You know, it's a, it's a, it's a podcast. It's a radio show. You got to yeah, talk. Max is a businesswoman. She's about a paper. She said, yeah, yeah. She's about getting that stuff. paper. She yeah. ain't got time to talk. <laughs> if she was talking all day, she would be making this money. And so, exactly. and so that's how that's how that whole thing works. OK, so Laytonsville had a chance to play uh, last Friday. Um, there was the $5 bet. Lawrence said that I would mm-hmm. cancel. Now, let me say this, too. Things were looking good for Lawrence earlier in the week because there was <laughs> there was a dinner uh, with Lawrence, Rick McCormick, and two other gentlemen that will remain lameness. Um, mm-hmm. And I was <laughs> another one that was invited to that. And, you know, when... And I sent the text message two weeks ahead, or the week before. I said, "Yeah, put me down, but I'm going to cancel. Like I'll cancel the, the day of." <laughs> and they put me down. And then what did I do? I canceled the day of. Mm-hmm. And so yeah. things were looking good for Lawrence. Like he canceled this. He's going to can't. He's not going to show not up. Coming to play golf. He's not going to show up for the call. Not only did I show up. I got a small bucket of range balls. Oh, and I was hitting Whoa. at the range. Yeah, man. And I was in and 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 putted a little bit. Had plenty of time. Wasn't rushed at all. We played. Uh, it was me, Vern. We played with uh, uh, Alex, Beltway golfer. Shout out to shout out to him. And it was the first time I played with him. Was it the first time you played with him too, Vern? Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. We've only talked to him. We've never played golf with him. Yeah, and we met years ago. Mm-hmm. I, we, so I met him when you know the guy that does the fried egg podcast. Yes. So he came to Kornheiser's spot when he had the restaurant chatter. I engineered that show. And then Alex was there. He listens to the podcast and this is before he started his, but he still had his Instagram and his blog and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. And so we had always talked about trying to get together to play and never was able to materialize. 
Um, and then uh, it did Friday. We also got a chance to play with Adam from Mediocre Golf. Yes. Uh, not our statistician, Eddie, from Mediocre Golf, <laughs> but our, uh, yeah, yeah, Adam. And, uh, and, and again, Adam, an imposing physical presence. Okay. Mm-hmm. I go down, I'm, I'm there early. I'm riding down to the driving range, tall guy at the range swinging away. And I know it's Adam. And so we start to talk and he made a mention. He's like, oh, I'm glad you decided to show up or something like that. And he was wondering if LB was going to be there. He knew Vern would be there. He was wondering if right. LB would be there. I was like, well, no, Alex is going to be here. And he and Alex had played a couple of times. And so it was cool. To, it was cool to hit with Adam. Um, you know, if you listen to their show, you know that they're going to play from for the most. Well, depending on the distance of the course. 65, 67. 65, 67. Yeah. I didn't know this, but the tips at Laytonsville is 63, 64, yeah. something like that. Yeah. 63, yeah. And so we played from the tips. Um, and, you know, I started off fine. I started off, I started off good, you know, and for me, good. I bogeyed the first hole. I, so how I measure good for myself at this point is, is <laughs> today, right? Is did I set myself up for a, for a par putt? Like, do I have a decent, and and I'm just talking about anything, you know, six paces and in. That's a yeah. decent shot at a par putt. And I did now again, not that I would make it, but it's like I set myself up for what should be a makeable putt. There's a or, chance. Yeah, for, for, there's a chance. There's a, yeah. there, like it should, you know, there's a chance it could go in. And um, and I did that the first few holes, and then next thing I know, from like hole maybe what maybe five down, the driver started slicing. But yeah. but everything else was fine. I actually was cool with the way that I putted. I, I putted better than, than you know than I than I normally did. Now the greens were aerated, uh, yeah, which yeah. I always put good on aerated greens. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, ended up with the with the with the ninety four, which I'm like, you know what? I'm good with like not. I'm good with that. Like I like I hate that. But again, I would have never even thought to play with from the tips. I would have just moved up at least one. You know what I mean? It's just like yeah. you know what? No, it's sixty three or whatever. We're going to play from back here. And, uh, and yeah, it was cool. It was good. I enjoyed it. And it yeah, was a fun our- round. I mean, Alex was fun to play with. Adam, you know, very fun to play very with. Fun, now, yes. you know, Adam doesn't do the whole gimme putts. You know, he doesn't want anyone to give him a putt. If you listen to their show, like, no, 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 don't, don't give me putts. Don't hit the ball back to me. I have to put everything out. Me? You know that's not happening. You can give me, <laughs> give, me, give, me give me anything 20, you want. Twenty paces away, I'm gonna take it. Um, <laughs> but I had a good time. Laytonsville, of course. Again, all the Montgomery County courses are always in great shape. Yeah, they're always good to get out to play. Um, Laytonsville, uh, you know, it, again, and I think I had mentioned this. It's one of the courses LB and I used to play all the time when you know uh, when we first started playing together. You know, before Manny was born, and pre-Manny, you know, yes. yeah, pre Manny, <laughs> when, we when we were getting out all the time, um, we'll play there, and it, and it was cool to play. I like Laytonsville, you know. Uh, yeah. uh, Vern, what about you? <laughs> yeah, excuse me. Oh, yeah, me too. Uh, um, again, always in good shape, as as you'd expect from a local course. It was a good time playing with Alex and Adam. Um, you know, playing with better shooters. I told Claude and some of the other guys later that weekend when we played to be die. Next, you play. I mean, even amongst your group, you can kind of get comfortable with the guys in your group who are better than you. They know, mm-hmm. they know it. You know it. You're just like, ah, it is what it is. But new, new guys who are better yeah. than you, your ego, it's gonna come out to mm-hmm. in whatever way it does, and it's gonna be like for me, that's like, hey, let's not have an embarrassing performance off the tee box, which it wasn't, <laughs> which, which it wasn't for me. Like, I, no, I it wasn't. It, I brought, drove it okay, like a B minus. I there was a couple of yeah, you know, no, you had a, yeah, some really good drives, decent. Yeah. Now nah, everything else, you know, in the short game, I had the same mistakes there. But as long as it's like okay, you, especially like a credit check, you want, you know, I told Adam, I was like, 
Yeah, you better got for the first time is everybody sizing each other up. You want him to go back to his to his uh, guys report like, okay, yeah, Brown's probably 14, 15 accurate. You don't want them to be like, hey, if this guy comes up with a handicap, don't believe it. This is full of this dude is trash. So uh no, no. So so it was cool. Yeah, it was cool to play with them. Uh and yeah, you know what I'm saying? I we talked to them all the time, so it's finally good to get out with them. We'll have to get out with with uh, uh with with Eddie. Eddie, Eddie and Adam too, just in, mm-hmm. and then uh, get out with a pair of them. But yeah, we we uh, we rode, and the two of them walked. Uh, Claude appropriately said that you know his his walking, I walking them more this year. He's paid his walking, walking debt for the year with uh, with Bannon with <laughs> uh, five rounds anything. in a row. Yeah, mm-hmm. as if I. Yep. So uh, so we rode, but no, yeah, great shape. It was a good time. Um, now obviously, I, okay. I mean, unless I'm walking nine with Manny at like Paint Branch or something, right, 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 or Need right, was right. executive nine. But I'm, I mean, we could be at Northwest Inside Nine. I'm not walking that. I'm not right. doing any more walking. <laughs> I'm not walking Sligo. I'm not walking it. No. Right. I'm, I, I, did, I did all the walking I'm going to do this year. It's over. Yeah. So, and something for the, you know, for anybody listening to this podcast who's trying to get better, um, watching Alex and Adam, again, who are better golfers? I'm going to say both single digits or low single mm-hmm. digits. Uh, so it's like, oh, well, you know, what makes a golfer better? If you if you went out to play with them, you wouldn't be, and this isn't like a backhanded compliment. You, you're not going to be. It's not going to be like, oh my god, this is tour level. Where they win is their mistakes are few and far between, and they're playable. Like his miss, like I think Adam's mm-hmm. miss, Alex's miss. You know, maybe it's like, oh, you know, I, I missed that, and it's I don't know, 15 yards in the rough, right? Uh, or right. Or, it's, or maybe it's short, maybe it's like just short of the fairway, but you can still get an iron on it. Where my miss mm-hmm. would be like. You know, I'll top into the trees or like, you know, like I said, mm-hmm. slice out of bounds or I'm, I'm laying right. three. So their misses were more playable. One, two, uh, around, particularly Adam, too. Short game around the greens. Oh, goodness. Yeah. Fantastic. Mm-hmm. Hands, yeah. hands, just, just hands all day. And I'm um, interested to see touch. because uh, he asked, so he asked me to come on the show because Eddie's out of town. And mm-hmm. so we're supposed to be recording um, in, in at some point. Uh, and I'm, in, I'm interested to see how he evaluates his own round because. He seemed a bit frustrated. Probably harshly. <laughs> probably, probably, probably like that of a yeah yeah. He's, yeah. He, I, yeah, I get the sense that like. But when I really, saw it, it was like wow. I mean, it's, I mean, no. I mean, but I listen to the show, so I know he's good. You know what I mean? Yes, I know he's a single yes. digit. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. But um. Yeah. I think he probably definitely wanted to play better, but still, still played well. Like I said, in the eyes of like some, you know, some some mid to mid to high handicappers or whatever. But mm-hmm. it was good. It was just instructive. The point I was trying to make was it was good to see that like all right for me to get to where they're at from, or any of us to get to where they're at from, from a handicap standpoint, it's really just the misses. And to be honest, we see, you know, mm-hmm. our own, our own friend, Aaron, who we play with all the time, also single digit. Right. Same right. thing. And, you know, if he, other than this weekend, which we can, we'll talk about, <laughs> he knows, he knows what we're talking about. Other than this weekend, which is an aberration, when you play with Aaron, like a bad hole for him might be a double bogey, might be. Mm-hmm. But like you look up and it's, you and know, he's not putting holes. up multiple double bogey, no, double, no, double, no, double. No, no. If he's complaining, it's, he's complaining about a bogey. And the next thing you look up and he's, you know, he's got, you know, 82 or 80 or something like that. So, uh, um, yeah. So for, you know, for those aspiring golfers out there, you can do it. You just mm-hmm. need to just bring your misses in, make them more playable. It was what they say, golf is a game of misses, right? So and mm-hmm. you got to see that live in action. But beyond that, it was a fun round, man. It was, it was cool to get out with Alex and Adam, man. It was cool. And I love the fact that, I mean, again, my the the whole new goal that I have at this point to play, play like every course that I play play from the back to you know there aren't every single course is not going to give you seventy four you know and, no. and or seventy two someone's going to give you you know sixty five or sixty six they can't all be the Great Northwest so exactly <laughs> right. and we did <laughs> ask, and, and we did ask Adam about it you know about the Northwest thing and. I just, I still like no one ever gives an answer that's satisfactory. I don't. I didn't, <laughs> it's too they, give, they give you their, they give you their reasons, and you're like, okay, all right, but 
It mm-hmm. doesn't feel like a reason. It's still weak. Yeah. Because again, it's but it's not that I don't like Northwest. I like Northwest. It's That's just fine. that there's this prestige. I feel like in that. Like I feel like people give it a prestige that they don't give Little Bennett. And it's like, right. yeah. what are you doing here? Like Little Bennett is mm-hmm. easily, you know what I mean? Like a better course, a more challenging course, I think. Mm-hmm. And, and I agree. Why doesn't that? Yeah. Why doesn't that have more prestige? Do you guys have this thing? I don't know if you guys do this, and this could be this could be me being like a, a hardcore person or anybody who's listening to this. And, and I'm just to move off of specifically Northwest. So I'm going to use Rattlewood as an example, right? So Rattlewood <laughs> is, of course, what listen, I like. We got to move off Northwest because we don't want any more hate mail. I mean, I don't. I don't. The DMs and all this other kind of, gosh, people, Northwest? For, for anyone listening, whatever your course is, like, like say, or, or for you, LB, I know, I'm not sure what course it would be. A course that where you, every time you go there, you play well. You do, you do reasonably well. Mm-hmm. I do this thing where, like, if I Rattlewood, I'm using Rattlewood as an example, right? I generally, I, you know, even a bad round for me at Rattlewood might be like 88 or something like that, which is still like okay for me. And I tend to do well there. I do this thing where if I play well at a course, I kind of discount it in my head. Not, not the quality uh-huh. of the course. I don't make it, you know, oh, I, I love playing Rattlewood. But if I were to do well there again, or even break, like break 80 there, which would be like a first year. It would, it would kind of have an asterisk by it for me. I do this thing where I'm probably, well, because in other words. Because your money there. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, to me, it's got to be a prove-it course. The courses where I get right. my ass handed to me, those are the ones. Like Lake like Presidential, I, which. Yeah, yeah, like Lake Pres, like Worthington, uh, uh, or, mm-hmm. or like you said, Little Bennett. If I go Little Bennett and put up like a 78, that's, that's, a, that's a trophy for me in the trophy case. Right, yeah. If I do it at Rattlewood or Needwood, it's kind of like, well, okay. Like I should, I should do reasonably okay here. Because mm-hmm. I always have, so it doesn't carry that, and that's kind of where the Northwest stuff came. But it do, it just doesn't carry that sort of um, that uh, competitive space, I guess, in my head or whatever. Where it's like I need to go out and challenge it, or Waverly, particularly because Waverly gives me fits. Uh, uh, the ones that are difficult are the ones that I want to take down. No, that's where the that's where the um, the, the motivation is to get better yeah. and to win at those courses. So that that you know that's where some of that comes from. Just the competitive juices. Do you what? Do you have a course LB where it's like generally you know you can go. And you'll do, you'll play reasonably well. Uh, it, you know, you're not, you're never scared of it. it doesn't come up, but you know, live in your head or anything like that. Yeah, that's uh, that for me. That's Falls Road, Lakeville. You, you know, all of those. Needwood. Yeah. yeah, so all, all the yeah, ones. Yeah, all of all of the put in the lower the lower tier Montgomery lower tier Montgomery <laughs> County courses. Right. You know, um, I let me I, just say let me say it this way: I don't fear them. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I feel like I feel like, and I'm not, you tell me what you think, Claude. But I feel like one for you is Shaladon. I feel like every time oh, yeah. we go to Shaladon, you just breeze right through. There's yeah, no for me, way. it's always it's Lynx and it's Blue Mash for me. Like it's just a comfort level with Mash. And oh, that's with, true. Yeah, you're right. Blue Mash too. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I'm yeah. usually gonna I'm gonna do okay. I'm gonna do all right there. Um, yeah, yeah. Okay. All right. So we've got that. So you also had a round Vern at PB Die. Yeah. Uh, Sat Sunday. 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 Yeah. So who was there? Uh, and I and, and again, you know, tell me what you think. I feel like PB Dye slept on, and I've been I've been saying this for for a while. Like even in our I think I, in our group little in our group text that I don't know if Wendell is a part of yet, but we've got to make sure we get. He is. He is. He's in the chat. He's in the chat. <laughs> so so, um, everyone in our I, I group, like, everyone in our group loves it. Every everybody okay. in our group except okay. well, so so I think, Ashton, I, but 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 what I'm saying about love it, like I think so. I don't think PB Dye is like Maryland National, like like top top tier. Right, I feel right. like it's that second tier. I mean, I'm not I'm not mad if we're to put it in with like you know because I don't put whiskey in the top top tier. So I'm I'm not mad to put it with whiskey with musket. Musket. I think yeah. PB Dye is I think PB Dye is that good to put it up there with those courses. I would agree. Um, okay. So okay. The, the the main critique we get and PB Dye gets this a lot anyway. From I think I think I talked to Charles the Boss Golf about this a little bit. Uh, and this was so for those listening. 
you know, we were just at PBDI a couple weeks ago. We returned so that we could get uh, Lou, Lou Naylor, because he'd never been there, and Glenn, who we play with my brother-in-law all the time. They they didn't got there. So we circled them back, and we, you know, we got Aaron to come out. I think this was like his second or third time playing it. Um, so for the new guys, Lou said Lou did say he liked it. I don't think I got to talk to him extensively about it. I wasn't in his group. But uh, Glenn was also in the front in the forward group. And afterward, I talked to him. And um, uh, what, what does it say? Unnecessarily – uh, 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 penalizing is, is kind of what his thought was. Now, it, now he said it was. He said it's a good course. He said it's fine, and he said it. You know, I, th- I think from a in shape standpoint, it holds up to like you said. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, you know, musket. You know, working all those same style. But he did feel that like it, like it maybe tilted. It could tilt a little bit towards unfair. Um, and he did say he would come back and play it again. It wasn't even like, yeah. oh, this is out for me. He's like, I'll come back and play it, but it does. It's not and, on Lake presidential status. For, no, for no, him. no. Which he hates <laughs> with a passion. If you yes. want to admit. But, um, but and having talked to the boss golf and some other guys, I think PBDI carries that for some people, particularly, and this is a die. You know, I know it's his son, but the die family thing with the treacherous greens and the multi tears and, uh, you know, what, I'm going to butcher the famous quote, but you know, golf isn't a fair game. So why should I make a fair course? That, that type of, uh, um, design these you know theme kind of mm-hmm. kind of comes through in PB. Now there's some holes where he where he give you know where he giveth and taketh away. Uh, Aaron <laughs> plays the gauntlet, which is another I think die or PB die design course, and he says and he says something instructive and which I had never thought about. He said the way die die designs courses to lure you in or to tempt you into doing dumb things. And I'd not thought about and that's I'd not thought about that. I feel like most I'm not a design look, I'm not course design guy. I'm not I'm not gonna hit you over the head with like, oh and this is a Barrett's and like I know some of the terminology, but I don't get into it. Is yeah. the course maintained well and do I like it? That's that's pretty much mm-hmm, right. fair. Mm-hmm. But when he said well, he used the word lore, and I thought about that, I said, I think there is a difference between a course designer like maybe like David McClay Kidd, who did like Band of Dunes or some of these other where they give you they present you an, a fair option. Hey, here's the you know, he, you know, you can, you can, uh, you know, you can go this way and you're going to have, you're going to, the risk reward is off the tee or you can go this mm-hmm. way and you got to have to like be clutch around the greens. Well, however they design it. I think there is something insidious in the die family though, where it's just mm-hmm. like, we're going to make this look like you can do X, Y, and Z, but you can't <laughs> like they're trying to <laughs> you into doing something stupid or a trap as opposed to other designers being like, you know, pick your poison. And right, I, when he right, said right. That, that, that clicked with me. We were on the back nine. I just said, lure. I said, that probably is Dye's thing. Like, hey, he mm-hmm. got, he's easy 320 yards, just a little baby dog leg. And the fairway, <laughs> his thing is he likes to get these fairways that go across the tee shot. So instead yep. of like you just hitting it out, no, yep. you have to place mm-hmm. it. He shows you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I want yep. you to play it this way. He's, he's yep. basically like Turner. It's coming to me right now. I want mm-hmm. you to play the golf course the way I want it. <laughs> yeah. I played a golf course. It's probably unfair comparison. I'm sorry, Dye fan, man. I don't mean to compare it to Mike Turner. But you get what I'm saying. Play, right. <laughs> play this hole. The way I designed it to be played, and if you don't, if you bite off more, you can chew. And you're not perfect. You will get punished for it, and that's yep. kind of the. I feel like that's mm-hmm. the, the the die family design thesis. So Glenn said it felt a little unfair. Lou liked it. Matt likes it. Uh, Aaron likes it because it's such a test. He mm-hmm. he, he played probably the poorest I've seen him play ever. Uh, yeah, you is, you said you had more in his game this past week. Yeah, that was it. That's about it. I don't want you know. He listens to show. He's a homie. I don't want to go to, but it was it was, it was rough. We don't want to get on Aaron's back. He would tell you though. He would tell you because he was he was very he was pissed with his game. It was it was it was rough. Um, but uh, you know, hopefully as uh as the year you know next year next season comes around, he can start getting out with us more often. And we can get him back to playing. He he did say that like you can, uh, I think he's a member at the Gauntlet, mm-hmm. and you can become a member of course, play that course a lot of times get used to it and kind of get your handicap, you know, get used to all the quirks, everything, get mm-hmm. your handicap down. And when you start, when you go on the road, so to speak, 
and start mm-hmm. playing a variety of different courses, your handicap's going to get tested. You might get a, yeah. a truer representation of your game when you start playing different style courses. So, mm-hmm. uh, which which PB died definitely is for him. He said the greens are much faster, they're much trickier, you know, more more break and stuff like that. So, mm-hmm. uh, but it was a good time, man. It was a good time. Weather was perfect. Mike came out. He did well. So, uh, and really quick, last thing. So we played from the green tees. Last time we played from so basically six thousand. Last time we played from like six thousand. This time we played from sixty three, sixty four. To your mm-hmm. point, Claude. Mm-hmm. And I do wonder, going back to Laytonsville really quick, is it possible that you could have shot the same thing from from the middle tees, from the tee, from the? Oh, sure, yeah, 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 yeah. Because yeah. I, I think about I think about where I think about where I lose strokes, and so, um, like I'm, you know, if if the driver is starting to slice over, that doesn't matter whether I'm at sixty three exactly. or fifty eight. Exactly. <laughs> it's going left, you know. Exactly. And if I keep it straight or or at least playable. Um, you know, how am I putting? Cause I can, I can easily, you know, I can get on a streak where I'm three putting 13 holes. <laughs> you know what I mean? And so that has nothing to do with length. And so mm-hmm. I definitely could. And, and, but, but I also feel like the same way it wasn't la- this season at all, but even last season, but two seasons ago where I could, you know, put up an 86 or 85 or 87 from that distance. I feel like I can do that from 58 or 63. Agreed. If everything, you're right. Exactly. So great. Agreed. So I asked that because, and, 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 and I don't know where I went wrong at late. <laughs> but I remember the first. I remember the first tee on on the on the first hole, five wood. We're on the back of the like, nope five wood. I'm hitting it right here in the middle of the fairway. I'm going to wedge it on the green. I'm going to try to two putt, and I didn't two putt. I three putt it, but that was fine. Like that worked. I don't know why I didn't do that the rest of the <laughs> the rest of the way. Right. Right. Well, the argument was well, so because Mike, I'm stupid. Is why. No, 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 no. You just, you just, just weren't executing. But the the uh, our buddy Mike, who's a new golfer, last time he was at PBDI, which is only a couple weeks ago, shot I think a, I think he shot the same score, 105, I guess, I think something like that from the whites, same score from the mm-hmm. greens. And this is a new high handicap golfer, and that kind of really yeah. highlights something that Glenn talked about that Aaron said while we were there. I said, hey, you want to play greens or whites? He said, look, man, if I'm gonna put up a 98, I might as well. I need to, the handicap help. I'm gonna do it from the the mm-hmm. more difficult set of tee boxes. And he mm-hmm. was right. He certainly proved to be right with, you know, both Mike and him and me, really, because I, mm-hmm. I didn't play particularly well either. I mean, I played better than, you know, better than Aaron, but it's okay. So, uh, <laughs> but, but no, no, not, not, not by much. We all kind of struggled. So, uh, but yeah, so people died good course. It was a good time, man. Um, you know, I'll, I'll be glad to get to Rattlewood this Friday. I'll tell you that. Let's take a little break. Yeah, we got Rattlewood coming up this Friday. Um, yeah, yeah, is there yeah. a double or nothing bet on me showing up on this one, or are we are we good on the bet? I just, I mean, it's up there. Be just like, wait, no, we can up. we can go double enough since it's only five bucks. We can go double <laughs> oh, okay. enough. Okay, all right, cool. And right, or cool. and and we'll add in your poker chip from the President's Cup as an extra bonus. But you get my it poker that. chip. Mm-hmm. Wait a minute. So he paid for that. I thought. No, he ain't pay for that. He ain't give me oh. no money for that. Oh, oh yeah, I did. that's a gift. <laughs> oh, that's a there. gift oh, I brought back. So if you don't show. Then Vern owes me ten dollars, and you don't get your poker chip. <laughs> I, I get it. <laughs> right, there you go. <laughs> there you go, folks. Let's talk about what happened next week. Um, so, from the average Joes to the pros, LB, you went to go see the Presidents Cup. Tell us about the trip, man. Okay. Uh, oh, by the way, yes. Go to Instagram, guys. LB does a great job getting pictures and and, and and all that kind of. Yeah, go ahead. But go ahead, LB. Yeah, yeah. I'll, and there will be some more posted. Um, as the days go by, I got a, I, I did take a bunch. Um, while we're talking pitches, let's start with those. The one picture that I posted of the four guys that had the the pictures of the missing in action. Uh, <laughs> they were, <laughs> they were pretty funny guys. Um, I thought it was a pretty good idea and a nice, nice theme for the, uh, 
<laughs> for the President's Cup. They, uh, if you go to our Instagram page, you'll see there's four guys. They each have a shirt on, and each of them have a missing in action picture with Phil, one of Phil, uh, <laughs> DJ, Brooks, and uh, who am I missing? Uh, Bryson. Uh, yeah, these all these guys are missing in action from the President's Cup. Uh, and they were they were pretty cool guys. They got a lot of love around around the uh, course uh, this weekend. Um, where do I start? Um, the fans, forty thousand people. The difference between here was the biggest difference I found between this tournament and going to a regular PGA or LPGA tournament was when you go to a regular tournament, you got you know seventy guys or whatever playing on all the holes are being occupied at a time. Right. So the 40,000 people that are there are spread out across the entire course. Mm-hmm. When you have a tournament like this, you got like, on Saturday, which was the day I spent the most of the time there, right. you got four, I think it was, was a, at the time it was a four or six groups out. I think it was four oh, no. at one point. So you got four groups out with 40,000 people trying to see mm-hmm. four groups. There were parts of the golf course I never saw because there was never anybody, you know what I mean? It, it, they were there when when I got there or, or got around or whatever, those holes were not in use. So I never saw two, three, four, <laughs> um, eight, nine, you know, 12. Some of those holes, I never even walked over there because there was no need. There was nobody there. Um, so you're telling me that if I, I could have bought tickets to the President's Cup, mm-hmm. President's Cup, got, got a little chair, yeah. went to like hole 13, dead empty. And mm-hmm. set it wasn't roped off. Just, there was no one there, right? Well, no, it's, it's I mean, it's still rope lined. You know, everything is roped off. No, but, no, but I, but, but I, when I say, I mean, I can mm-hmm. still I can still walk to that hole and look at it if yeah. I want to. I would just be yeah, standing absolutely. there by my damn self. Okay, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Put a put a ball or two in your pocket. Just roll it on the green. Yeah, roll around. <laughs> yeah. It, it was incredible because so here's the, wow. this one to that point. So at one point, uh, this was this this was early Saturday. Um, I try, I wanted to catch uh, uh, Spieth and t- and uh, JT. JT, yeah. They were on hole number fourteen, so I said, okay, fifteen was already packed, so I went to sixteen. Okay, there was nobody, hardly nobody there. I got up there, I got to the rope, I got me a perfect spot. I got with my camera. I got the, the flag is probably ten yards from me, you know, on the green. I'm like, I'm gonna have, oh, I'm gonna get great shots in this part, right? <laughs> They closed it out on hole 15. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. there. Mm-hmm. So, so, of course, I'm standing there. got a great spot. The cameraman is ready. I'm right there behind the camera. Uh, the cameraman, he's got, he got up on his little scaffolding. He's ready to go. People are starting to form, you know, fill in. And, and people got, you know, everybody's watching stuff on their phone. They got some screens up as well. Right. And they closed it out on hole 15. Everybody goes, oh, <laughs> it's like oh yeah. right so uh, you know we're done mm-hmm. um so i ended up going most of the, the shots that i took around the green most of those are on hole number five okay and i did i did the same thing they they were everybody was teeing off i went early went to hole number five got me a good spot you know got my spot you know this is this is me this is my spot give me some space here wait, waiting for them to um, come to you and wait for and wait for everybody and i so and you basically sat i had to sit there for like 40 minutes before the, the even the first group came through Oof, um, so right and you you got to sit there i mean once you're there you might wait, wait for them all to come through and then once they're done then everybody scatters and goes trying to find another spot right. so that was the biggest part the, the biggest for me is a, trying to get pictures 
Oh, that wow. was the hardest part because, you, you, well, you don't get inside the rope access like you would at the LPGA tournament. PGA is real strict, you know, <laughs> strict about who can get and let me just, And let me just access. say this. Like, I mean, and, and I was at Congressional when LPGA came to town, you know, and covering it. And LB is not, like, and LB has been saying this, you know, for a while. He's not lying. The, the access that the LPGA gives you is amazing to, yeah. co- you know, to cover the tournament stuff. And, you know, you're 100% right about that. Yeah. PGA so. Tournament. Right. Yeah, it, it so it 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 was very difficult. And then you know, I get a spot. There's a there's three people in front of me, uh, two ladies and an older guy, and uh, they're at the time they're sitting because you know nobody's there, so we all are sitting because we're waiting for everybody to come through. Right. But as soon as everybody got up there, then people start. Of course, everybody's standing up now. So the kids that were behind us who thought they was going to be able to see now, now they can't see. So they're like, excuse me, sir, can I get through here so I can see? And I want to say, no, I've been sitting here for 40 minutes to get this spot. (laughs) But, you know, I let the little rug rats in. And now now they're blocking my view so I can't take pictures and stuff. You know, I'm trying to take a picture and the one kid moves his head and his hat like blocks my camera lens. I'm like, come on, man. Uh, so <laughs> I really regret this decision. Right. Exactly. Exactly. Um, another story about that. So as I'm sitting at hole number five waiting, there's you know, people are just chatting up each other, whatever, whatever. A lot of football talk. Everybody's watching yeah. college football. College football, yeah. Right. Yep, yep, yep. Mm-hmm. The people next to me are from Georgia. I, I, oh. I didn't I never asked their names, but okay. I should, should have. I didn't I didn't do any interviews. I just went in the interviewing mode. So mm-hmm. I'm sorry. But there were some people I should have interviewed, but I was mm-hmm. like, eh, I ain't in the mood. I ain't talking to you. Yeah. Um, so uh, <laughs> they so I'm, they asked me, you know, I, they saw the media credentials. They started asking questions and stuff. So we talked a little bit. I gave him a card and uh, and I don't know how, but he I don't know how he got my name is Marshall. But somehow my name became Marshall. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I saw this guy probably four times after that. And every time he saw me, hey, screen, Marshall. hey Marshall, how you doing? Where you <laughs> going, to yourself. Marshall? <laughs> Where you going, Marshall? <laughs> <laughs> you see him on the about hit him with that. What's up, Marshall? Right. Hanging out. Uh, yeah. uh, so a couple more things. Um, like I said, top of the 40. This the the Quail Hollow is a it is a beautiful course. I mean, okay. it really is a beautiful course. And it is, I don't know if it was this, I guess it was probably designed this way for championship golf, for right. tournament golf, because they have the space for all that stuff. They have I've I don't think I've seen this many grandstands at a tournament so far. Even like uh the stuff they put up at caves and the stuff yeah. they did BMW yeah. up. They had to retrofit that in there. Yeah. Yeah. They this stuff they had at I mean, some of the I think the one picture I posted where you had like three levels uh in in one of those grandstands, that they, they were immense. The grandstands were immense. Um and ever, even with the first T when they would take off into that that U shape, that U shape um stands where the guys mm-hmm. would come out and they would tee off from. I couldn't even get over there. It was so oh, many wow. people. It was ridiculous. Um, they, you could get in there, but you had to get in there early and get in line to get a special pass to get into the grandstand. So you had to be there uh, Saturday because they teed off at 7. So you had to be there at 5 in the morning Ooh. to get in line to get a pass to get up in the grandstand. Not you. Obviously, I was not doing that. Yeah, not um, you. <laughs> like, no, just, ain't nobody not. doing that. A mm-hmm. um, couple more things. Uh, I did. I did see Carmelo Anthony. So I'm walking. <laughs> At least that's what I thought it was because he he looked like him to me. A tall dude would look like Carmelo. Let me see. And uh, I looked. I, I walked and I said, Carmelo. <laughs> And he looked at me. He's like, yeah, man, I'm just trying to get over here so I can avoid these crowds. I'm like, oh, okay. Oh, for real? 
Yeah, that's what he said. Oh, I was, oh, I was about to. No, no, no way. No, that's what he said. I believe everything you're saying. Uh-huh. That's some other dude from just some tall dude. Some from dude that looked like Carmelo. Carmelo. Okay. Ain't no way in him. I'm going to say I have to. Because when you said it, I don't think he, I don't think we got a response. So for those who don't know, we're in a group text, <laughs> and and LB's texting all this stuff about golf, all the stuff you would expect. Mm-hmm. Phil Hollow, oh look right. at the picture, and blah blah blah. All of a sudden, he says, "I just saw Mello," and I said, "Yeah, we're like ball, we're just- ball or Anthony." And <laughs> yeah, then I'm like, thinking about it, I was like, what? I thought it would be more likely it would be ball because he's playing at, uh he's playing in Char- yeah, he plays, he plays Charlotte, Charlotte. Yeah. he plays for the Hornets. And I was like, "No, mm-hmm. Mello Ball ain't no damn Presidents Cup." But then I said, "What? The- Carmelo Anthony ain't no Presidents Cup." I'm gonna check this out. <laughs> But no I don't. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if he plays golf. I don't know if Carmelo answers golf at all. I don't think he but, does. Okay, but he looked like it. He looked like it to me. He was at least six foot something. <laughs> he he responded tall. with yeah. Yeah, he said he's a yeah, dude. To get over here. Because when I said it, the way I said it, just like I said it, like is that Carmelo? And he looked at me like, hey, dude, I'm on my way over here trying to get out of these cars. I just said, okay. He kept walking. Hey, man, you, know, yeah. well, you know what? He's the only person that's going to recognize him at that event. I'm just <laughs> right, 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 right. Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah. <laughs> maybe yeah, maybe it, he hides it out. There was not a lot of us there. That's for oh, sure. Right. Uh, <laughs> guy here. A couple more oh, things. Yeah, I did meet Michael Collins, the uh, the America's caddy or whatever yeah, they call yeah, yeah. His, him, whatever he is. Uh, <laughs> the media center was nice. Really, really nice. Um okay. No alcohol though, like oh. that we that I saw at the U.S. Open and or some of the other events, they had alcohol uh, toward the end for the media. They didn't have any and no potato chips, just little things. No potato chips. <laughs> Shout out to the BMW. Always alcohol at the BMW exactly. and potato chips and potato yeah. chips. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> let's see what else I got. Um, uh, so on the on the putting green, when they were uh, warming up, this and I saw Cantley do this, and uh, and I call him Billy GQ Horschel. Because Billy hey. was Billy was profiling the whole day. Like, Billy Horshaw, a.k.a. Yes. Patrick Bateman. For those who in the movie, like, uh, like Glenn has stepped <laughs> out there with his take that he basically looks like uh, uh, Patrick Bateman from uh, American Psycho. Uh, and, uh, once, you, once you see it, you can't unsee it. But, yeah, Billy right, Hill right. was definitely a, a GQ model type type dude. Yeah, yeah, he definitely was. He was profiled the whole time because it, it always seemed like to me he was like, okay, get my good side because he was staying and, like, turn his face to the side and, like, look oh, up into the sky. he knew what he was doing. Like, he was pro- – yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, he was just profiling for everybody. Yep. Yeah, because he knew everybody's taking pictures. Come on, man. Yeah. Um, but they they both did this putting drill before when they came onto the to the green. The first thing they did, they you know get their balls and everything. They give out maybe three to four feet away from the hole, and they would do left hand putts. One hand, I thought about Verm because you use your right hand. Yeah. They they use their they use their left hands, uh-huh. left hand for one hand putting drill. They did that quite a few times, probably 10, 15 times right, right. before they put the other hand on the club. On the club. Yeah, and, the drill is legit. Play. When I tell people it was a drill, they kind of like, mm-hmm. I mean, most people accept it, but yeah, the drill is legit. Right. But you do, did you, the drill that you do, you, you, did you use your right hand or your left hand? I used, uh, I used the right. When I first started, I think it was mm-hmm. a drill for speed control or something. Okay. And the idea was to like, you know, they were, oh, you know, imagine you're like rolling up like bowling, rolling a ball mm-hmm. on the ground, do it one handed or whatever. And that's how it started. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, because they did the left hand. I didn't know what significant that that meant right. compared to what you do. So mm-hmm. I, I'm, at some point, I'll have to do some research to figure out what that really means. Uh, and finally, uh, well, a couple of things. One, JT. So when I, at the putting at the uh, driving range when they were warming up, I noticed. I don't know if the other guys did this. I only saw JT do it because he was the first one off the to leave the uh, driving range to go to the first tee. Okay. But when he finished, he walked down the line. And to each each player and each caddy, 
He he said something to him like and fist bumped him to each and every one of them before he left to go to the to go okay. to the first team. All right. And I thought it was I thought it was a you I know like just, it. to me it's it was a cool it's a cool gesture. It's a quarterback I mean? move right there. Like exactly, it. exactly. And and people were making comments too when we were I was on hole number five when he and Speed were playing and and I'm, I've got some pictures I'm going to post. I'll post them probably tomorrow of just JT and and Jordan where it, it almost looked like and it probably it maybe it's some truth to it is that. Jordan look was like like looks up to JT, you know what I mean? Because it seemed like whatever JT did, that's what Jordan did. And there were times when they were if they wanted to like give a putt or whatever, Jordan would ask JT whether we should what do it. JT right. would you know yes or no or whatever, and that's what they did. It's, mm. and so it's almost like it, it was some of- kind of irreverence. From uh, Jordan to JT, so I don't. Again, well, it's I don't hard know. in team competitions for Jordan because usually on the final round, if he's on the leaderboard, he strikes right. fear and everyone else is hard. Right. But when he's got a teammate, he, it's, <laughs> it's odd. So he just he didn't know how to handle it. Never gonna let it go. I yeah. hope he says something else. I'm, I'm, I'm never letting it. I'm never letting it. So la- last two things is uh, I've said this before. If you're ever in the Raleigh, North Carolina area, yeah. get yourself some Smithfield chicken. That chicken, is, I'm so glad they're not here in the D.C. area because I would be 300 pounds. That <laughs> stuff is good. <laughs> it's so good. That chicken is good. And finally, uh, I did spend a little bit of time in Raleigh, uh, friends down that way. And uh, I went through Benson, North Carolina on a Saturday night. And I made it out alive. There were so many pickup trucks with Confederate oh. flags downtown Benson on Saturday mm-hmm. night. Mm-hmm. I, Vern, I tell you, when I drove through there and I saw what I saw, I was so glad my windows were tinted in my car. I put the wind, I had the windows down. When yeah. I saw what I saw, I put the windows up and kind of scooched yeah. down in my seat a little mm-hmm. bit and mm-hmm. waited for the traffic to go so I get the hell up out of there. Mm-hmm. There were so many Confederate flags. <laughs> this is what's so funny. I mean, not even it's not even funny. What's so fear and furying about that whole thing with the, with those flags and stuff? It, it's this whole thing about you know, well, it's America and Americans. Like, there's nothing you know more anti-American than the Confederacy. Right. It literally tried to destroy mm-hmm. the country and break the Union up. Like, I'm like so. Stop with the whole. It's pro-America. It's not. It's not. It's, it's, no, it's never pro Confederacy. Yeah. Uh, side note, right. does, it's broken. It's broken. If yeah. if if the same people that these quote unquote patriots, which is a joke, loved like Abraham Lincoln and others, saw you flying those flags, they'd want you hung as a <laughs> traitor and for treason because that's exactly what it is. Anyway, yeah, mm-hmm. um, Carmel Anthony does play golf, does so play golf. it is possible that it could have been him, been. not it just another tall been. black guy. Yep. Yeah, you should ask Eddie from Mediocre to research whether or not Carmel. <laughs> find scared. out whether Carmel. <laughs> right. <laughs> I got my final my final story. I got to tell this one. Okay. It was funny to me. It may not be funny to others, but it was funny to me. We'll be the judges. So I'm on hole number thirteen <laughs> uh, at the at the tee box and. Mm-hmm. You know, Zach Johnson is a, is the, what was he, like a vice captain or whatever they call him, assistant captain, whatever. So he's riding him in the cart all day. So he he's in the cart and he's got two older ladies on the back of the cart that are, uh, you know, he's driving, they're, they're facing the other way in the cart. So they're sitting backwards. 
Right. And there's a couple little hills he has to go over. And at one point, he's going a little bit too fast when he gets to one of these hills. So everybody's watching this, and he goes over this hill. He goes a little bit too fast, and the ladies like bounce up out of the chairs. And these are older oh, ladies. No. Yeah, these are older ladies, right? So everybody kind of giggles a little bit, and people start making jokes about Zach Johnson. So <laughs> the guy beside me says, and at the time, it, it cracked, really, a bunch of us laughed, including myself. He said, Jack's, he said, Zach is such a nerd. You know he loves Jesus too, right? <laughs> it was too, it was, I don't know why it was so funny to me. But it, <laughs> it's a question for me. But hey, he's a nerd and he loves Jesus. He's a nerd and he loves Jesus. <laughs> It made me laugh. Wait for the and I told the guy, okay. I said, I got I to gotta tell that story on the show. So I gave yeah. him a card. I said, I All right. Oh, it was funny. And if that guy who said that, if he's listening, you know, email us and you can come on the show and you can do comedy hour if you want, you know, or at least five minutes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Maybe two Based or three. Based on that, we'll give him, we'll give yeah, him we'll two give him two or three. See if he has some, some punchlines. Yeah. Overall, it was a good trip. The only, I told Claude, the only, only regret I have is that I didn't plan it out properly. I should have stayed on Sunday and came back on Monday instead okay. of coming back on Sunday because I should have stayed for the final, final, the final round last and the presentation, yeah. all that other stuff. So really? that, we're, was, we're, that was a mistake. We talked, they did all the talk about it. And, you know, obviously we won again for the ninth or tenth time, uh, but they did the international team to make it interesting kind of at the end. Yeah. Tom Kim, yeah. Tom Kim with the, with the no look yeah. walk in. Yeah, that was dope. that was that was a dope yeah. moment. That's yeah. probably the best one. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. and he was size too. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. 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 Well, then and then there's the whole thing. Um, who was that? Was that Siwoo Kim? Like after he did it, who's skipping around the greens and chasing? Yes. Him? Yep. <laughs> like the genuine excitement and it was. Right. Yeah, it, it was. Yeah. yeah, it was cool. It was it was a fun time. Like I said, the crowds were good. Um, the PJ. It, it amazes me how much stuff it takes to uh to put on those kind of tournaments and, yes. and I, I took a I didn't probably won't post this pitch but at one point when I was leaving there had to be 50 buses but to, to haul the fans back and forth Dear they were fans. all just lined up nice. down the street as far as you can see it was just mo it was just you know buses just motor coaches yeah, as far as you can see just lines and lines of motor yeah. coaches yeah. moving people wow. back and forth good well yeah. thanks LB hey if that guy wants to come and tell jokes there's just two jokes he can't tell he can't say like you know, why did the guy bring an extra pair of socks to the golf course uh, in case he got a hole in one? Yeah, you, know, you can't tell that one. And <laughs> yeah, you please. also can't say, yeah, I just I just came from Quail Hollow. I just flew in from Quail Hollow. And boy, boy my arms tired. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> can't do those. Can't do those ones. No, not at all. No, let's just, let's, sit, let's just sit in it. Let's just let that one. Let, let yes. <laughs> Wait for it. Hold, hold, hold for the, uh, the laughter for the of the listener. Yeah. 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 Uh, let's see. So I've got a revised band and take. I'm flip flopping. It's definitely a must do. It's a you know because you know. And, and I know before I said, look, if you're a serious golfer, <laughs> if you're not a serious golfer, you're not even thinking about going to Bandit. You know what I mean? Like it's not even on your radar. You know, right. but it's a must do. It's a must do. Um, you know, it's a it's a it's a you, you go, you unplug, uh, and you play golf. You know what I mean? Now you, I think you have to design the trip around your own tolerance for how many rounds you're going to play. Yes, like, yes. you know, we were talking to Adam at Mediocre, and he was like, no, you know, I think they're going again, or maybe maybe it's going to be their next band trip or their pine trip. They're going to go 36, 36, 36. Like, and if you can do that, then cool. But if you can't, or that's not what you want, if you want to do a round, take a break, do a round, round, break, like figure out your own rhythm. 
Yes. And try to, you know, and try to do that. But it's a, it's, it's a must. I mean, it's, it's, you gotta go. Just put, 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 put aside your coins and just go. And next week I'll have a different take, but this week <laughs> I take it. I take it. You gotta go. You have all the takes on all sides, so you can be right on all of them. You can yeah, just pull up yeah, the one that, yeah, that, yeah, yeah that right. fair and balanced. But I would add to that though. I think if you're gonna go, if you're gonna spend, especially if you're coming from the East Coast, if you're gonna right. spend all that time and energy to go, mm-hmm. you need to go and you need to play all the court, all the courses. I think this, mm-hmm. that was my this, thing. This, Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's too far to go to not play all of them. You got to play at all least of them. that's my opinion. Because the chance of you coming right. back might be slim. A hundred percent. So, and maybe and maybe flying to Eugene, so the drive from the airport's not four and a half hours or five yes. hours. That is two. Is only two hours from from there. Yeah. Um, I would recommend. And, yeah, I, I said that to Aaron. I was talking to him about it, and I'm like, yeah, if we, you know, I said hopefully when we go back, you know, you're you're with us. And he's like, yeah, definitely. And he said that he said I might fly to Eugene. I don't know if I could do the four and a half hours. And I added to that. I said, yeah, the move is. So I was like on the fence about shift sticks, like at least on the way there. Mm-hmm. I'm next time I will do the Eugene thing. I'm sending the sticks and the and like whatever I have as a carry on. Mm-hmm. I mean, as a excuse me, as a check bag. That's mm-hmm. getting sent too. So my check okay. bag and my clothes and luggage. Send ahead and, and I would ha- I would have my carry on. I'll bring that right. and that's it. So there's no chance that it gets late or whatever. If you know, because I know making a connecting flight to Eugene or I know there can be issues sometimes. So eliminate that and then go to Eugene. I'll put you on that. Because then what is, it, what is it, like three hours? Not three hours. It not was, even three, like less, a little less than two. It was like, like, yeah, like two hours. When we made that Eugene. stop in Eugene, you know, to grab lunch. That's right. That's right. It was a, it was like an hour and 50 minutes. minutes maybe. Yeah, right. Yeah, and yeah. then we had to stop. And then, you know, there were guys who were with us who were slow. Uh, they wanted him. Yeah, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, Ben is a must-do. Ben is a must-do. Um, so, Vern, you got some new equipment. Yeah. And like so, yeah, so the uh, uh, Titleist. So if you if you listen, you know I, I or I think we talked about it. I got a Titleist TSI four, which is the the previous uh, generation Titleist uh, driver. It's the small head one that they said is you know can only be hit by certain people. And mm-hmm. Titleist said, "Cool, give me all of them. I'll hit all of them." Um, now, for those who don't know, Titleist only updates their drivers. I think Mizuno does this too with their irons. They only update certain lines every two years. Mm-hmm. So you know these TSIs are two are, are two years old. So you know, you, know. you gotta you gotta get new. Yeah, well, yeah. So uh, I went ahead and uh, I went ahead while I was at a, uh, a birthday party, not my own kid's birthday party, <laughs> but not my own kids. <laughs> we were at a friend, one of her friend's birthday parties at some uh-huh. jump sky zone or something. I'm mm-hmm. supposed to be watching the kids. I'm on my phone just ordering, just just ordering <laughs> the, new, the new the new TSR. That was a couple of weeks ago. Uh, supposed to get here tomorrow. It came today. I was so happy. I wish I had known though. FedEx. Did you go through the range. You got ring. I, they didn't ring the door, but like by the time, uh, by the time I saw it, I was pulling out to go pick up the kid to take him to you know after school activities. And mm-hmm. I considered grabbing it and taking it to the range, but then you know, I wouldn't pick up the kid and the wife right. would be a whole thing. So <laughs> I, I quickly pulled back into the into the driveway. Now I don't know if you've done this. Like you go to leave the house. Maybe there's an Amazon package there. You hadn't thought about it or you see it. Yeah, you maybe go, you pick it up. Sometimes I've left it, but most of the time you pick it up and just mm-hmm. chuck it in the garage or something. Right. And do yeah. that with the Titus Club. I, yeah. He's, yeah, I don't think she's listening. I, I grabbed the box and took it deep into the recesses of the, right. uh, uh-huh. of the pro shop. Of the man cave. That's yep, right. Yep, and just right. buried it in there, and it now it's mixed uh-huh. in with the drivers in the wall, so you can't tell. I got right. to the the wall. You don't know what's new. You don't know what's <laughs> happening. Uh, yeah, so yeah, TSR, that's that's in the bag now. I definitely will hit it tomorrow. I'm definitely going to go take it out tomorrow. This is the TSR3. Mm-hmm. Yes, you um, with a custom shaft, you know, uh, I basically took the specs that I got from the golf doctor for the fitted TaylorMade driver, and I, you know, I have them. He had them written out, so I just mm-hmm. I got as close as I could, and I bought the ball melon shaft that I wanted. I was like, it's a super light shaft, so it should go further. The ball should go further. 
Uh, TSI Force producer grape is also. We had a 311. Mm-hmm. We had a 311 the other day. We had a 305, so we're doing well. Ooh. So I want this three to go further than those. And if it don't, that's fine. I'll just stick it in the in the pro shop. Mm-hmm. I told Glenn I'm trying to build it back up. I'm trying to build it back up. Oh, oh, for those who don't know, uh, like the the enhancements really quick between the TSI and the TSR or whatever. So uh, uh, TSR, uh, it's got the R at the end. So because TSI is the I at the end. Mm-hmm. See, see what I'm saying? So, and R yeah, is also the eighth. Exactly. Yeah, well, R is the eighth. R is the eighteenth letter of the of the alphabet, and mm-hmm. you know, everybody knows what that means. So, uh, <laughs> based on the, based on the new technology and the R and everything else, you yeah. can guarantee pretty much more distance. And, uh, and, and, and you know, ah, it doesn't matter. And it's funny. So, really quick, I was speaking to Aaron this week when we were PB died, and. He, and I'm surprised. Did Aaron mention he's going to get a new one? Because oh, listen, and he and I are in the same boat where we try okay. to like fake like we're not going to get. He was like, hey, you see the 920? He was like, did you see the new Mizuno, uh JPX 923s? I did. He's like, I'm going to get them. I said, me too. <laughs> <laughs> he said, he said, I might he be said, I, fake. Yeah, he said, I try to act like I'm not going to get but they, they're getting purchased. And I said, me too, Aaron. I said, I'm, I'm right with you, bro. I said, I got I to gotta build it back up. And do I need them? No, but it's nope, fine. not at all. <laughs> exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah, that's my only hobby. What, what would I do without new stuff? So you're gonna, you guys are gonna see the R out at uh, this Friday at uh, at Rattlewood. Ooh, and, you know, I'm so excited. I I, I, well, remember R, not I, because I is right. earlier in the alphabet. It's like seven right. or eight. This yeah. is eighteen. The eighteen. Right. Right. So, right. Yeah. You know, getting close to the Z. Wait till you're about to say. Wait till they get to the Z, <laughs> man. Yeah, definitely got to get gonna go far. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> we'll leave your kid's birthday party early to order. Right? <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> um, so. Uh, Manny was invited by his, um, so this guy, William Martindale, he does the, uh, Prince George's County, uh, junior golf stuff with parks and recreation, got an email from him saying, Hey, um, this coming Sunday, there's going to be a golf clinic for the juniors. I got 10 spots open for the juniors at TPC Potomac at Avenale, you know, Howard university is going to be there, you know, can Manny come? Yeah. so, so So I thought it was just Howard. I was like, absolutely. And so, um, so we, uh, I, we get up there Sunday, uh, you know, uh, uh, Maddie's got his stuff ready to go. And, and Georgetown's there, Howard's there, Maryland's there, Towson's there, Arizona State, University of San Francisco, wow. VCU. Yeah. So apparently there was a, so the, there was, a, there was a collegiate tournament that they were doing there. And the, the University of San Francisco and Howard were saying that, well, I was talking to the coaches at University of San Francisco. And the Howard coach, they were saying that they had been talking about trying to get this together for a couple of years, that when they would do this tournament, that they would do a clinic for juniors in the DMV. And it was really great, man. I mean, you know, uh, you know, they, they, they all the college coaches were there. They talked to the kids, um, uh, the kids, you know, swung for them and, you know, and, and, and the players and coaches gave tips to them on the range and stuff like that. It was really, really cool. And you got a chance to ask questions like, you know, um, and it's funny because, you know, these kids. A lot of the kids, none of the kids had questions. You know, they just, you know, they don't care. <laughs> all, all, all it's, it's whacking balls. Yeah. Right. And, 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 and a lot of the parents were quiet as well. I had, a, you know, so I was like, well, I'll ask some questions. And, you know, one of the one, two of the questions that I, that, that I asked had to do with, you know, when a kid is, well, number well, three was how young, because we know how football and basketball is, but how young are you guys looking at junior golfers? Yeah. And much like we thought, it was like, you know what? kids games change so much like a kid can show promised eighth grade ninth grade and then like completely lose it 10th 11th grade and even wow. senior year mm-hmm. i believe it but then get it back like you know what i mean like in the senior year had, right and it was like yeah. and so it's hard to judge them so young because the body changes so much right. and yeah. 
the swing stuff, you know, it's, but, um, but, but you know, we're looking at them. We're looking at them, you know, you know, a, a ninth grade, 10th grade. We're trying to see who's out there. Um, the other thing was, you know, when you recruit a player, you bring them on your, on your team, how much of your job is like coaching to develop them versus coaching for playing and winning. Mm-hmm. If a kid can't shoot under 80, you don't have a shot, like not even, and even lower than that. Like, you have to come already being good. You know what right. I mean? Like mm-hmm. there's very, he said, because, you know, and this is the Howard coach. He's like, because maybe my top four, maybe my fifth player, they're the only ones who want to get me running competition. And so you're competing to try to get in the, so you can compete and make the team, but then you're competing to try to good. get right. on the traveling yeah. team. Right. Like the dudes who are going to play in tournaments. Mm-hmm. Right. And if you can't, if you can't shoot that low number, you're not going to, you know, you're not going to get on. It's like, so right. we don't really have the time to develop kids, you know, develop kids or whatever. You got to come ready to, you know, to do it. And mm. then, uh, and, and every program is different. And then uh, another question I had in the University of Maryland coach uh, talked about this. What I, I, I was asking, like, what's the normal day for some of your student athletes? You know, like mm-hmm. what, he's like, don't matter to me what time you get up. You just got to be in the gym by 6.30. We're in the gym, 6.30 a.m. We're lifting. Then classes wow. right around nine, a little bit after nine, but we're done with school by one o'clock. Then we're back on the course at three and you're there till the sun goes down. And, 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 and we're doing at least two to three range sessions and you're definitely playing 18, sometimes 36 on Friday, Saturday, Sunday. And that's, that's on an off tournament week. Like that's the grind. And I was just like, you know, you just yeah. leave like, like, man, <laughs> that's so dope. But then you're like, there's no way in the world I can do right. that. Like, I just, that's a lot. But what I took from it, what, what, and, you, what I, and, and the, in that, in that day, I, ain't a whole lot of time left to study. <laughs> right. No, right. Right. You better well, study all you can in class. Yeah. Well, who who was it? Maurice Claretta, whoever was like, we ain't mm-hmm. coming to play for football. We ain't coming to play no school or no class. Right. We came here to play football. <laughs> football right. We ain't coming to play no class. We came here to play golf. <laughs> and so, and so, you know, and so Manny and I had a long discussion. We left there and then we went to the green turtle in Burtonsville to watch football. Cause it was Sunday morning. said, let's go. Mm-hmm. We'll watch some football, man. And we'll talk about it. We've had a long discussion. On, you know, if you want to be an athlete on any, cause you know, right now he's yeah. like, well, I'm football, we're golf. Like, well, here's the thing. Let's talk about what it takes mm-hmm. even at nine or even at 10, mm-hmm. like to be I'm successful not yeah. to get in the gym and, and, and lift weights. Cause right now that's not even safe for a nine year old to do like your muscles still developing, you know, pushups and setups are fine and running around and jumping jacks, right, whatever. Yeah, no heavyweight. But, yeah. but to me, it's the discipline of understanding yeah. here's mm-hmm. what life has got to be like. If I even want a chance right. to try to get there. Right. You know what I mean? And you have to do it knowing full and well, it's possible I may not, mm-hmm. but I'm still going to give everything I have yeah. to be this, you know, it's and whether, yeah, whether it's golf, whether it's tennis, because right now he loves golf, he loves tennis, he loves football. You know what I mean? Baseball's kind of there. He, I think he's done with basketball, but like if you, but he wants to be an athlete. And so I'm like, if you want to do that, did you hear what right. this coach this, just this said? Is what it's going to mm-hmm. take. What his golfers do. And they're in college and they had to do that to get there. Right. So that man, so I, I wish I would have been there because I would have asked him, you know, um, in my case, like, you know, I can, I, what if I can already drive it like 316 yards <laughs> now and then? And, and I, so I would be, and not for you guys, not for the other parents and kids, but I would already be on the team. Right. right. So, um, do I have to go to the gym as well? Or, you know, yeah, you know like JR Smith, huh? Yeah, yeah. I do one thing on the team. I'm here for this. Um, <laughs> right, 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 right. How often? What's your average drive? Like, oh, don't worry about that. Oh, you know what? And then a lot of them also said, because um, I asked another question about academics, though, and they were like, "Yeah, you 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 got to be putting up 
3.0 and higher. Like for a lot of us, we're not even going to, if you're, if you're two, seven, five or two, eight, we're not yeah. even looking like yeah, golf's not like, football. Go ahead and, <laughs> right. Cause what they were saying was, is that there's not a lot of schools and none of them did this. There are not a lot of schools that will, that do full rides for golf. Oh, um, really? Yeah. They would say there's very few and, 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 and they, none of them did. And, and yeah. what they were mm-hmm. saying was if, if you have a three, eight or a three, five, you can get an academic scholarship, a golf scholarship, if you, you, you know, if you got a bunch of community service, you can get a grant. Like we can package it mm-hmm. to where you can come for free or little to nothing. But it ain't going to be all on golf for a lot of people and for a lot of right. schools and a lot of kids. Yeah, yeah. And Sub- so, supply and demand, baby. Now, if you can, if you can throw a dart, you know, sixty yards downfield to, you know, over mm-hmm. a defender. Hey, yeah, one one point eight. D minus yeah. LSU <laughs> gonna find a way to get you in. LSU they're gonna find a way to get you in. Listen, not only we school for free. Look, we got a whole apartment building here. You can yeah. buy right, 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 right. <laughs> and by the way, take a picture for a dealership. We'll put it on a billboard oh, and give yeah, me five hundred thousand. Yeah. And I help. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> floodgates are open. Everything is open. Um, yeah. So was that Sam per year that you were talking to from from uh, from Howard, the coach? Yes. Yes. Oh, okay. Yes. Okay. Yes. Right. yes. Yeah. yes. If they, okay. Hopefully you gave him a card. We yeah. 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 That, yeah. No. That, that, uh, yes. that, uh, Love to have him on the show. Yeah. 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 Sp- spent a lot of time talking to him. The guy who put it on. Um. So the guy who put it on is his vice president for PNC, and oh. a, a client of mine actually knows him. And so, you know, we're going to do a kind of a three-way connect, see what's up with that, see if PNC would love to be the official banker of Golf DMV. Absolutely. And, yeah. uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> but we'll talk about that so later. So I can go to President Cup for free next time. Well, and other, among other things. Among other things. And then, um, cause he's connected. And then, uh, and, uh, uh, black dude too. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, Jermaine, uh, good guy. And then, um, the coach at uh, San Francisco, well, the assistant head coach at San Francisco, you know, was feeling the vibe. We talked for a long time, and so he's got a car, too. We can get some of these guys okay. on the show. All right. Awesome. players on the show, too, so we'll see. Um, I think that just about does it this week, folks. Golf DMV, we're going to be at Rattlewood um, coming up this Friday. It's a double or nothing bet, and my poker chip from the President Cup mm-hmm. is on the line. LB, when you send out that text about what do anyone wants, did anyone respond other than me? No, you were the only one, so I bought it. I bought myself a bunch of stuff. I bought me a ball to put on my um my little trophy thing, ball mm-hmm. marker thing. I bought me a a, a tile I'm going to frame, a Quail Hollow Pe- President's Cup thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then I audio, audio medium now. It's audio medium, so yeah. Oh yeah. And then I bought this thing. <laughs> so for those who can't oh, be showing ball markers, oh, they can't, they, yeah, yeah, yeah that's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. I was just gonna let but it yeah. keep going. If the listeners like, what's yeah, happening? they can. They, what the hell is he doing? Can you hear all that? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was, it was. All your it was swag. Good. All your swag. Yeah, all my little swag, swag stuff to put up there. I, I wasn't gonna buy anything, but that had to. Be, and again, that was one of the biggest um, stores. Uh, Merch oh, shop, merchandise chance. Oh my god. It was big as a football field. It was huge. Yeah, we're gonna get that money. Wow. There you go. Man. Oh, um, uh, one more thing. The I was told that we got to go to. Well, we by we I mean I need to go to the uh, Ryder Cup. I was told that if you think this is something, the Ryder Cup crowds is much better. I can imagine that. Yeah, okay. that yeah, they turn told, way that's, up. That's, that. Yeah, he said that definitely was one you want to uh, attend. Yeah. So I'll put that on my calendar. WeRevealWealth.com is the website for our buddies there, the LoveLifeCafe.com and Cache Spine Sports. Check them all out at Golf DMV. We'll be back next week, folks, with more golf talk. <laughs>